Tavares keeps it going, and it's John Tavares behind the net. Coming out in front, John scores! John Tavares! They finally caught lightning in a bottle! And the Maple Leafs have broken the 19-year And with that, after 19 years of humiliation, we have made it to a spot where you can be slightly less humiliated. We're into the second round, far from where we want to get, but man, a huge monkey off the backs of the Toronto Maple Leafs. John Tavares, Johnny Toronto, Jonathan Toronathan gets the thing done in overtime. Matt Robinson, Matty Lang. Look, normally we try and keep these two. Let's just dissect the game that just happened. That's going to obviously be impossible tonight, Matty. How are you feeling right now? You have not been at a Toronto that long. It is Johnny Toronto. Okay? Toronto, yeah. Not Johnny Toronto. It is Johnny Toronto. And thank God for that, man. God bless his parents for having sex all those years ago. Because that man is a goddamn hero. <laughs> Okay, he's a goddamn hero. Funny, eh, that when we sit here right now, this is the first time the Toronto Maple Leafs have been out of the uh, first round in 19 years. It's John Tavares that gets it done. Back in, I don't even remember, maybe 2014, 2015, something like that, the Islanders and Panthers, it's John Tavares who scores an overtime in that series to make the Islanders have their first time out of the first round in, I think, 23 years. So. This guy has a little bit of the magic, right? A little bit of that touch. He was wearing it like everybody else over the last few years, but when it came time to step up and get it done this time, it's John Tavares just like it was for the Islanders back a few years ago, man. It, it, just kind of an interesting... You know what my the, favorite thing is? The Twitter thing, thing is, is going crazy as you're scrolling oh. through everything, right? And you're just, I just kind of caught that one. I was like, holy shit, that's interesting, right? Like, L- let me tell you something that's going on right now, Max. I know you're in the studio. I- I'm just sitting on the couch at home here, and I have uh, the... The post game on in the background uh, on mute. Right now, they just went to Johnny Toronto and Morgan Riley um, in their suits, given their their post game. They look beat up, battered, <laughs> bruised. They don't look happy at all. They are nothing but business. Um, and I can't tell you how happy that makes me. And that's the way, I like, they cannot tell Austin you how Matthews happy that makes on me. the ice, too. And he's like, Despite everything that those guys have been through, all the questioning of their character, all of that stuff, and at times, man, it was fair. But John, uh, but Austin Matthews stands up there and he goes, "Hey, man, it feels awesome, but this is just one step." And for a fan base, this is a very exciting moment. We've been through some shit, but those are the approaches that you want to hear. You want to hear Austin Matthews say, "Yeah, it's just one step." You want to see. Morgan Riley and John Tavares up on the podium going, yeah. you know, looking a little beat up, but, you know, ready to, to move on and, to the next and, one. They shouldn't feel the to, way we should, but we are allowed to feel this way. Well, they are allowed to feel that moment for a few good minutes, sure. right? I, I want them to, you shouldn't be such a goddamn robot that you don't feel it, but <laughs> enjoy it. I mean, I think we saw Kyle Dubas enjoy it. I think we saw Sheldon Keefe enjoy it. Manny Malhaltra enjoy it. I love that. Sure. Um, I could tell you, you know, I'm down on Fort York at Bathurst. So I, I'm downtown, but not too close to where the, you know, the parade route is, let's yes, say. Had it. They're but out on the streets, man. People they are. <laughs> and they just showed it again. The, the square is packed. I can hear from my place. I had to close the door because there was horns going. And it wasn't for the TFC game going a few blocks. <laughs> Probably away, not. No. That's that, poor TFC. 
I actually had a friend call me this morning and say, hey, do you want my tickets? I can't even, like, I can't get rid of them right now. Right. And I'm like, uh, you know it's because they're playing at the same time as the Leafs, <laughs> right? Like, <laughs> there's a reason nobody wants. And honestly, I, I saw, uh, they, they brought in some new guy to be their striker. I saw the clip during uh, one of the intermissions for hockey. And, um, man, it looked like there was 35 people in the stands. Yeah, you it feel bad, matter right? right now. John Tavares up, is a bloody big deal right now. Yeah, I just a little bit. <laughs> just, a, just a little bit, right? So, man, you feel bad for TFC. It's like they couldn't even move the game up two hours, getting a little bit of excitement there. But anyways, I digress. Fuck it. We're in the second round, buddy. I just And you know what? For, you know right now, tr- like you said, Twitter is full of all the excitement, and it, it, it's, you know, everybody's, uh, feeling it and and the moving positive posts, right everyone and who has spent the last however many years saying to you beat me the to first it. round right you beat me to it okay go ahead you i'm beat, sorry this man. is yeah. exactly but this yeah. is exactly you got you got exactly where i was going that's why we work well together sure, not, man, like yeah. rob, not like rob not like rob's fucking holding <laughs> you back but it, you knew this was gonna happen right it didn't matter if it was six years ago or this year it was gonna now it's back to oh it wasn't the a curse. You guys just suck. <laughs> oh, we'll try to get into the second round. This is what dumb fan bases do when they don't actually understand the sport, and all they want to do is harp on <laughs> that one fucking 150 character joke that they can. And make. this is one of the things I want to say, right? Like, I, I, I don't want to judge. And I'm only talking to you, Leaf fans, right now. I don't want to judge how you fan. If you sit back and go, I, I swore coming out of this, I would only feel relief. Right, like it would just be a big exhale, and I was actually shocked at how loud I yelled <laughs> when Tavares scored. It was more than an exhale of relief. But if that's you, if you're sort of feeling like, "Thank God, this was the minimum I expected of you," and we'll go from there, that's fine. If you're one of those fans out on the streets right now in Toronto, living it up, having a great—it's t- a Saturday night. People have already had a few. You know, if you're out there enjoying it, I got no beef with that either. Right, like you fan how you want to fan. And I think on a night like this, I think for a team built the way the Leafs are built, with expectations as big as the Leafs have had for this long, pressed up against the cap for as long as they have been, I do think that this is you know a minimum expectation. But for the fan base, the pressure, the shit you've taken, the things you've yes. heard for this many years, if you want to go nuts 100%. tonight, have at it, right? Like, get it. Get it. Enjoy get it. it. Right. And this it's supposed to be fun, and it hasn't been fun for a while. No. So if and you're I, having fun tonight, do it, man. And you know what, Matt? I'm old enough. You're old enough to remember when the Leafs were just a guaranteed playoff win. Mm-hmm. Okay? We're talking early 2000s. And I look, for all those people who are going to be on Twitter being like, oh, look at them celebrating like they won the Stanley Cup. Look at them do that. You know what? Let me tell you, I was around just like you were. We were both old enough during that Darcy Tucker, Gary Roberts, Matt Sundin era. And you know what? Curtis Joseph had Bell four yeah. years. Yeah, yeah. When man. we won against Ottawa in round one or round two, we were out in the car with a leaf flag hanging out. Okay? That's this why is, Toronto is what it is, man. People This isn't this about, shit. oh, we finally did it, Sell, celebrate like a Santa Cup. We did that back then because we're fans, because we care, because we love the team. It's bred into us. We have no option in this. <laughs> you know, we're not Tampa. We're deciding to watch it because now it's cool and you've won a couple. And on honesty, I've been down to that arena. I've made the road trip. Those fans are actually pretty good. They okay? do like, seem to have I, a good hand. I know they're getting a lot of hate because they're they're uh, you well, know they're their square us. party isn't <laughs> as cool as ours. But you know what? I've been there. I've done that with them. I've gone through. 
they're pretty good fans. I got to be honest. It. They've been through and some they've shit it. too, right? The first however many years of that franchise were hot garbage yep. before Brad Richards and Vinny LeCavier and Marty San Louis got it done for them in 04. Yep. And then they went back in the tank and it, it was Hedman and it was Stamkos to rebuild from there. Like I, I got no real beef with Lightning fans other than the fact that they were against my team for the last two weeks. So fuck yep. you kind of thing, right? But that is one of those fan bases when you look across the South – uh, Gary's footprint, we're way off track here, but Gary's footprint, right, in building for the Nashville Predators have been an incredible success. The Tampa Bay Lightning have been an incredible success. The San Jose Sharks yeah. have been a yeah. terrific success, right? Like there are, and those were at times going into markets that didn't already have big, like Nashville didn't have much going on at that point, right? You could do that. San Jose didn't have its own teams at that point. So there were Whatever, we're way off track here. But the Lightning yeah. fans, I, I know what you're saying. There are a big percentage of them down there where it was trendy to get on board, but there are those hardcores who they, you know, and, and whether they have they, turned they were, that into they a were successful bandwagon, but they've stayed around. Yeah. There was a lot like and they were fret and uh, that 04 run, yeah. I don't know if you remember, Hulk Hogan was down there. Yeah. On uh, uh, there they were a good fan, much better than the the Panther fan. Hundred percent. We went down there and you know, you know a lot of tr- people from Canada are coming down for this, but people were friendly, they were willing to chit chat with you. Uh they were never super aggressive. They were like, you know, we went to the bars after they're having conversations right. and it's just like uh, I'll t- the one big thing about it is you get down near the stadium and it is no different than when you come to a Leaf game and traffic is just blown up because that place is packed. It's buzzing. Yeah. It's And it's, they've got that big square. It's a well-designed, like, so like, full, like those are good fan bases. So, so fuck that. Let's talk about us for a little I while. I was going to say, but fuck <laughs> Fuck those guys. Right. So. Let, let's at least try to focus in on this game specifically and how it started, how it went, like what you saw going through it. Um, at the end of the first period, it's scoreless. I wasn't particularly impressed with the Leafs in the first. Yeah. I felt like not anywhere near enough urgency. And it's sort of, if I'm being honest, man, it felt like a lot of other games where we have a chance to do this and we're not doing this. And we came out of the first period having had two power plays to Tampa's none and still being outshot. And you're kind of like, ah, this has some bad vibes, but they stuck with it through the game. Like what was your sort of takeaway early I, I on we and talk- as it built? I think we talked about this on, uh, you know, whatever day it was Tuesday when we were talking about game four, right? That, or game, whatever, yeah, game four, I guess, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, that first period just seemed to be like, okay, we're in their barn. Let's, you know, let's hold up. It didn't feel like you're right. I thought they played well, um, but they definitely had that. Okay, let's see what they're giving us, and we're just gonna kind of you know break you know bend don't break right to use that football term right. That's what it looked like, and it I felt like they did the same thing at every game in their barn though. I don't know if that was purposeful. Um, maybe it was. Um, my my biggest concern was we just weren't winning enough draws. And just that was not wild, the eh, with how good Toronto was all year long on faceoffs. O'Reilly was getting cleaned out. Matthews just, was five hundred. Tavares yeah. struggling. Like that was strange to me. It, it was so weird. It's we we've got to be better there. We've got to be better there. So because we cannot let them have that extra chance every time. Right, and there was a couple moments where not only was Tampa winning the draw, but they were winning the draw to a wide-open Kucherov who we weren't even looking at for some reason, which was yeah. wild to yeah. me. Uh, but it's late in the second period, or midway through the second period, Austin Matthews breaks through. We have... Rocket! Yeah, we've been 
hard on some of the top guys in these tough moments about whether or not they step up and get this done. Uh, I saw some stats going into this game that have talked about all the other games where Toronto has had a chance to eliminate people. Matthews had had six points in 10 games. So you're kind of like, ah, it's fine. Nylander, eight points in those 10 games. You're kind of like, okay, good. But still, for him, only one goal. The rest were assists. And Marner was down at about, you know, uh, back to like half a point a game, which is I was going to say, it looked like he was, you know. Him, right? Yeah. And so you come into this game expecting big things. And Matthews comes in, great play, unbelievable oh, great shot. Shift. Like, Just a great shift. That, that shift exactly. was insane for him. Um, and it's not long after that, and this is where I want to get to with you and ask you your take on it. It's not too far after that where it's, I think, three and a half minutes left in the second period and Toronto takes a penalty. And you're sort of like, we've been giving up late goals in periods all through this series that kind of send you to the to the locker room deflated and keep Tampa feeling, you know, or going to the locker like room feeling pretty good, right? Yeah. And so that was a huge penalty kill. Um, and then Tampa controlled basically the rest of that period. What were you thinking going into that penalty kill situation? Was your mind sort of where mine was that was, you know, if you can get through this, that's going to be a huge step or, you know... It, is that in your mind, maybe not quite as big of a turning point as, as I was making it out to be? Uh, to say I was hiding under my covers, <laughs> uh, is probably an understatement. This is look at the team Tampa has, right? When you got a guy like Kucherov and st- like St- is Stamkos even on their first power play? play? I'm not is, even sure anymore. It's terrifying that power play. Like yeah, Kucherov I, I just, just Ah, slippery shit, right? You have no uh, yeah. idea coming off his stick. Is that a pass? Is that a shot? Like, what's going to happen? It's it's very Ovechkin-like, except that you know Ovechkin shooting 10 times out of 10. It, he's uh, such a dynamite player. And this is, you know, the one thing, you know, of course the talking heads spent three seconds saying, hey, congratulate, congratulations, Leafs, and went right back to, well, but, you know, they suck here and here, and this is why, t- uh, you know, Florida or Boston's going to beat them. Uh, but... I well, think do me a favor, Matty. Just, yeah. just as I cut you off here for a second, yeah. do me a favor. Cut me off. Yeah. Just for a second. Ask me, ask me straight up if I care that Toronto might have been outplayed in this series. Please just ask me the question. Oh, hey, Matt. Are you worried that the Leafs were outplayed? I don't give a fuck, Matty. <laughs> I could not possibly care less right now, Matty. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> Man, I, I wish this was on video because I—I've been your friend a long time, and I deserve to see that on that video. That may be the most, that may be the most rambunctious thing I've said in like 15, no, 20 years. But, okay, <laughs> all I was going with this is there, there's two things we already talked about the faceoff, but the one thing that I do think that it, it's going to hurt you no matter who you play is, and we've said it before, it's they they tend to lose that one forward that sneaks off to the side around the hash marks, the bottom of the circle. And that's what killed us today with, it didn't kill us today, but it definitely put us back into overtime with Stamkos. That's how he got that goal. He just kind of slipped away. That's what Kucherov does. So when you're telling me we're playing this team and we take a penalty late in a, in a well, we take a penalty at any point. We're down to five on four. You know somebody's going to get loose. Yeah. No, I, I'm hiding. I'm literally hiding as a near 40-year-old man. Yeah. Because I'm terrified yeah, and so that's like where PTSD I was at from late in that second period was just like, please, please just get to the intermission. That's all I cared about in that moment. And to their credit, they did it in, in no small part thanks to 
uh, Ilya Samsonov. They came out in the third, Maddie, and it looked like so many other times, uh, uh, you know, we talked about it when we were talking about the first period, right? A little tentative. Are they going to try and sit back for 20 minutes? And they were just getting run over early in the third period. And they finally end up, um, I don't even remember, were they shorthanded at the time? No, they weren't. It was even strength when Stamkos tied the game. Oh, yeah, it was even strength. Yeah, and so you have a chance, and Giordano is out there. He makes a soft play. It's not enough. It ends up in Matthew Nye's feet. That's not enough. Tampa sweeps it to the net. Big rebound, and Stammer's not missing from in there, right? And he buries it to tie it up. And I'll be totally honest with you, man. I knew the rest of that period was going to be hell, but I wasn't as um, distraught. As I maybe have been in other yeah. other games, yeah. right? I, I felt like <laughs> there was a part of me even going into that third period that said, especially the way it opened up, especially the way Tampa was carrying the play, if Tampa's going to score, I hope this happens early because it will get us off our heels and skating again, right? Now, that's a stupid thing to think. Like, you don't actually want the other team to score. But if they were, <laughs> if they were going to score to tie it, let's do it early and get skating again was sort of where I was coming in on that and and whatever you think stupid shit well no no I, you know what and again you think stupid shit like i just rather this other team score right now but there is something to something like get to it that out mentality. of your head that you're gonna yeah. defend for 20 straight minutes yeah. and be okay because you don't want that goal to go in with 90 seconds left right totally deflate right right yeah that's all i, I get it yeah. there is a mentality to it yes so kind a of crazy s- silly mentality but yeah <laughs> no exactly so kind of a soft shitty play by geo I didn't love Nyes on that play, and we'll get to it here when we start talking about overtime. He would redeem himself. Uh, well, but- I, I think you know what it was—it was a bad play, not a bad. I mean, it was not the best play by by Geo. Um, doesn't even G- Gustafson um, make a little it, bit of a Gustafson a- left Stammer wide open. He, yeah, Nyes doesn't quite get it out. Yeah, Matthews kind of swings his stick. Nylander not realizing Gustafson's anyway, back. He right. kind of. It was just that perfect, but that's what I mean. The, the lightning just find ways to. Yeah, no, hundred percent. So we grind through the rest of it. Um, Tampa's coming in waves. Their death, like this, was one of the things. that's so funny when you watch from a Toronto perspective, and maybe it's natural when you're the team that's up, but so much more contributed to when it's um, the Toronto media feeding into it. Like, no one talked, like, everyone, everyone, Maddie, was talking about how much pressure was on Toronto to win this game because, oh, my God, if they have to go home for game seven, the pressure on them. And that was all true. But if Tampa loses, they're done. Like, are we going (laughs) to pretend there was no pressure on them either? Right? Like, so, you know, the rest of the third period. Nobody's clickbaiting that shit. No, exactly. So the rest of the third, pretty tense, man. And... Uh, actually, we were trading tweets in Pierre Lebrun's mentions about this being a three overtime type game, um, and I was not up for that, man. Poor like, Pierre, I, I still think I owe him a pint from a couple years ago. I'll be honest with you. Yeah, I think he you, paid for that beer. I got to be honest. Yeah, New Year's <laughs> Eve, you were out, and uh, we'll just you know, quickly, you, you met Pierre Lebrun on New Year's Eve before the Winter Classic down there, twenty thirteen, uh, New Year's Eve, twenty thirteen, uh, while I was. Safely back at the hotel, tucked in bed, and uh, awaiting a big New Year's Day game. But that is that is you and I in a nutshell, man. <laughs> That's the way we live our lives. Which uh, is crazy because you're. I I would maybe I'm a little bit more outwardly friendly, but yeah. I would honestly say you're as friendly, maybe more friendly than I am. Yeah. <laughs> 
to the people I already know and like, to everybody else. Yeah, there you go. Okay, mate. Get out of my yeah. space, right? That's, there you uh, go. Fair, um, fair. So I was not up for that at all. And I'll, I'll, I'll just quickly, like I'm in kind of a frenzied state because uh, I had a bunch of people texting me during that third period and I was not answering any of that shit except from one friend of mine who I know does not care at all about this series. But she's texting me, he's like, it's going to be okay. Like, I want this for you. I want you to... And so I'm answering her because, A, she's not as neurotic as a Leaf fan like the rest of us, but she's also <laughs> not one of these many Sens fans that I have in my life. Oh, oh, I know who you're talking about now. Okay, all right. Fine. And so I, I'm <laughs> accepting those, and she's just like, I think it's going to be okay. And so I put that phone down, and I look up, and it's the fucking Vegas... Uh, or no, the uh, L.A. Edmonton game on my screen. I'm like, what's happened? Like, I was on Sports Ontario. <laughs> and so I'm frazzled already. Like, I'm flustered. Yeah. Like, I've blown the first shift of overtime, right? Like, it's So I flip, I find it, and, like, Tampa's already got us hemmed in and taking shots at it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, before they go down, uh, John Tavares makes a couple of great plays in the offensive zone. Um, it gets kept in at the point. Matthew Nyes makes a nice play to make up for the one that he didn't make on the game yeah. tying goal and John Tavares comes out and scores the game winner what he was brought home to do I know I know he was brought here to do bigger things but can we start here he did this one for us yeah. incredible yeah, can we just start with something easy right <laughs> easy wow yeah <laughs> it didn't feel very easy what, easier what do you make of the uh, of the overtime winner man um can we just can, can we just start with one small thing here mm-hmm. um you're not this old man. I, and I, and I just, you were one of the people texting me in the third and I was like, does this guy seriously think I want to talk right now? (laughs) I sent you a message at some point in a second. You, you had messaged me. I messaged you back. I said, Matt, I want to let you know, I'm watching the game from home today with nobody around me because I want to focus and be in my zone. I'm, I might be on a slight delay because I I do a big game like this. I like to have it on. I like do the PVR recording so I can go back to see certain plays if I wanted to see something. Yeah. Um, because, you know, I'm a big hockey nerd, so I want to watch certain dumb plays. And I told you, I turned my Twitter notifications off, <laughs> and I put my phone on Do Not Disturb. So I could actively check who I wanted to text. Yeah. So if I wanted to text you, I had to pull – I went, Siri, can I text you? And it would pop you up because I didn't want to see other texts from other people. See – Okay. I wasn't even you're, giving you're that. You're out here frazzled. Yeah, crazy no, I shit. was not even giving it to you, man. You were too neurotic, just like me. I don't want to hear from you. I don't want to hear from Leaf fans. I don't want to hear from people who hate yeah. the Leafs. I had my mom on Do Not, do not Disturb because <laughs> I knew she was texting me. I knew she was. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I was taking texts from basically one person, and it was someone I knew who couldn't possibly have cared less about the series, but only wanted nice things for me, Maddie. That's all. Well, I to... <laughs> there's few, there's few of those, right? So yeah. you got to keep those around. <laughs> of course, a little comfort, right? What did, What did you make of the actual game winning play? Man, um, like you said, we were we were kind of pinched down there at the beginning of OT, um, but weirdly, like I think you've said, man, I didn't have that impending doom that I've had in the past. And mm-hmm. maybe it's because we we've stolen a couple games down there already. We've stolen some games in OT. We've talked about it today. We, it didn't feel necessarily like we would be stealing one. I thought this was That's much, true. much more of an even matchup. I tough. thought, yeah, uh, I didn't both, love the start. I thought the rest of the game, well, pretty good, yes. pretty good. Outside of that start, yeah. I thought Tampa came out a little bit better at the beginning of overtime, but once the boys got their feet going and, um, and it just, you could tell there was something different because, Again, Morgan Riley, I know he didn't get it, the goal, but just 
what the fuck is he doing up there? It's like, funny, honestly, what the fuck is he doing up there? Even before that, he and Shen, you felt like, oh, you guys need to get off, right? They'd stayed late. They were involved in that shift being hemmed in a little. Yeah. And not only did they stay, like Morgan Riley's oh, Morgan's deep. up there. Like, you're like, oh, <laughs> this could be really bad, right? Yeah, so. we get. I know he, he feels good. He's mentioned this. He's feeling healthier. He doesn't mind pinching because he knows he can get back because of his speed. Yeah. But I'm like, buddy, you are you are hemmed in right now. Right. You are like, you're not going anywhere from there. So, uh, but dude, man, like this is playoff hockey. You just put the p- fucking puck on the net. Yeah. Sometimes you just you're not always gonna have that beautiful one timer. I know that's what this team likes to do. You like to move the puck around. Sometimes you're coming from from below that red line. You just gotta throw it on net and fucking thank God, man. Honestly, that is God. so. At the same time, in that intermission between the third period and overtime, when I'm talking to this one person who I know is not trying to hurt me right now, right? And I said, "When if this goes our way, I can't even imagine I celebrate. This is an exhale of, oh, fuck, thank God. And I was so wrong, Matty. When it went in, there was a scream that I've maybe never let out in a room by myself before, right? Like I watched this one on my own and just this, and it wasn't like, yeah, it was more like, oh, right? Like, <laughs> thank God for that, right? Like it was, I, and I, I said it at the beginning of the show, to a lot of fan bases, that would be insanity. This is round one. You are capped out. You are trying to contend. This shouldn't be that big of a deal. And I, I just think for five or ten minutes tonight, you're allowed to feel that way, right? Dude, and, fuck that. Celebrate. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it, I, we've been through some shit. We've been the butt of everybody's jokes, and maybe we will be again. But tonight, it worked, right? And Kyle's group rewarded him. And that before I hand this back to you, the one last thing I'd want to put out here for a second is when you look at the leading scorers in this series – it's Matthews, Marner, Nylander, O'Reilly, Tavares. Uh, sorry, let me hit that again. Matthews, Marner, Nylander, Tavares, O'Reilly, and Riley. The six guys that the Leafs were going to have to lean on were the top six scores above anybody on Tampa. If you want to rip the core, if you want to talk about the core getting it done or stepping up, all this stuff, they did it in this series, right? This is Toronto in six. And your big guys got it done. There's a lot of work left to do, but the top six scorers in this series were all Toronto Maple Leafs, and it's all the guys that it should have been based on this team's pace structure. Yep, yep. And and I know we went through their elimination game statistics in the you know just a few minutes ago, and, and I hate to be reasonable on a day like today, <laughs> but Matt, do you know how old Austin Matthews is? Big Poppy, do you know how old he is? Is he 24, 25? 25, 25. Yeah. Yeah. Do you know how old Mitch Marner is? 26. 20, he's still, still 25 at okay. the moment. One draft you're having. I, I know, I know that we started making the playoffs coming out of all that shit as soon as we got them both on a team, yeah. right? I know we did. Yeah. Okay? I know. So maybe that puts unrealistic expectations on a team like this. And I've told you this and I've said it on the pod. I've told it to you privately. I've told it to you drinking beers at your place. <laughs> The problem was we exceeded the expectations too early with this team, right? We weren't supposed to go play, make the playoffs that first year. We weren't supposed to take Washington to six that year, right? The next, we weren't supposed to take Boston so far. We weren't supposed to do that. And then, yeah, there's been some bad ones. There's I'll been give you that early Columbus. On. I know there's been Montreal. 
last year, I, last year sucked, but it was against the same Tampa team. And I think these are two of the best teams in the league, period. So it yeah. sucks. It's going to suck for one fan base, period. But let's talk about how long it fucking took Stevie Y with Detroit to get there. Uh-huh. How long did it take Mario Lemieux? Mario Lemieux was drafted in 80, 85, no, 84. They didn't win shit until 91. Yeah. Nick Baxter. Michael Jordan. How many years did he play until he went on that? There is something to be said, especially in a game like hockey, where you have to be built a little bit differently to get through. You're not going to be a 19-year-old who just runs the league. I'm sorry. It just doesn't fucking happen. So, yes, I know this seems to be because there was so many years that this was the year that, like, hey, if it doesn't happen, we're blowing the whole thing up. I get it. But, man, now they, these guys have – they're a little grayer in the beard. They've had the experience. They're, they're actually men now, right? They're actually men. So it's not surprising to me that these guys actually, quote, unquote, finally showed up for a playoff series. Uh, Does that excuse it for every game? Yeah, no, I think for sure it, not. it feels but like you're forgiving them a little more no, for some earlier not ones. Forgiving them, not. But it's yeah. expecting a core when your core guys are all 21. Yeah, but they haven't been. No, I have a little kid, forgiveness man. for them as they're learning stuff. I, I do. I have to be. So, like, I, I, I think you have to. So, uh, I know as 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 we're going through that that uh, intermission between the third period and overtime, yeah, like. I don't know what's going to happen here. Pierre Lebrun's out here telling me we're about to do three overtimes. And in that case, you and I are not podcasting tonight. You know me. I like to be tucked into bed by 11.15, by the latest. You're watching right? the game from bed. See what Lloyd, yeah, exactly. You see what Lloyd Robertson's got to say on the CTV News or something, right? <laughs> Fucking uh, So um, I'm like, all right, I'm going to give this at least one overtime before I pull the plug on the podcast. So... I'm like, I have to stop drinking rum because that was an entirely rum night for me, Maddie. <laughs> and if you guys don't know Matt personally, that might not make a lot of sense to you. But <laughs> no, I know. Like everyone knows. If you know, Matt, him. If Matt, you know him, you know him. Right. Matt's a craft beer guy until he's not. And Matt needs to turn the volume up on a couple of things. And so through the first, second, and third, I'm having one drink per period. And I and to me, I'm like, that's reasonable g- given how that's stressed very reasonable. I am. Yeah. Very reasonable. Right. And then we get to the intermission between the third period and overtime. I'm like, I don't know how long this is going to go. I don't know if there's going to be a pod or not. I need to pump the brakes just a little. So I go to the beer fridge and I'm going to have a beer instead of another drink. And like I said, if we get through that entire first overtime, I'm just going to pull the plug on the show. And at that point, I'll be back to rum and just whatever happens is going to fucking happen. (laughs) So I'm looking in the fridge, Maddie, and I'm like, I don't know what I want right now, but... My old man was here on Monday for game four. And you know my dad. He's like, he knows hockey, but he doesn't really care. Like, he's not as invested in it and living and dying with every minute like somebody, like so many of us. And during that game, it's 4 1 going to the third period. And he's like, I don't know. Like, you just never know in the third. And I'm looking at him like, Dad, this is fucking over, right? Like, <laughs> and then Austin Matthews scores that 4 2 goal. And he's like, oh, I kind of told you. And I haven't even really blinked at the 4-2 goal because I've seen the Leafs do this to us before, right, where they make it close, but they don't actually get back in it. So I, I'm just sort of like, whatever. 4-3, I'm suddenly looking at my dad like, mm, maybe, maybe. And then they tie it, and they win it in overtime. And I was as fired up in that game as I've been in a long time. And so my dad's not here tonight, man. Like, to me, that's the good luck charm is my old man, despite the fact that he's sort of, 
He cheers for hey, the Leafs, but he's fairly indifferent, right? Listen, your your dad's your your life good luck charm. Don't be shady. No, my, that's exactly it, man. So my dad's not Still here. A big G. And we're going to overtime, and I'm like, there's a couple Molson Canadians sitting here, and people who have listened to this show for a long time know that on Father's Day, or if I'm feeling a little homesick. It's Canadian, right? I'm still going to go to that. I know I'm a craft beer guy. You guys know I'm a craft, but that's, I still got time for Molson Canadian and uh, through all the slings and arrows that that sends my way. And I was like, dad's not here. He was the lucky charm on Monday. Maybe if I just have one of his beers. And so I, I grabbed the Molson Canadian, I crack it open. And again, that friend that I'm telling you about that was texting me during that intermission, the only person I was answering I'm saying to her, like, these are reasonable thoughts in my head. Well, if I drink a certain <laughs> beer because someone else likes that beer, maybe my team will win. That makes sense to me. And they fucking do it, man. They win. So long live the Molson Canadian on this uh, on this Toronto Maple Leafs. If, if for, for the listener, because Matt doesn't post a lot of life stuff on Instagram, on it's Twitter, true. even doesn't talk a lot about life stuff, uh, you know, family life stuff on, on the pod. To, to know Big G <laughs> is to know, you know, the friendliest giant. <laughs> That's true, man. Quite frankly, yeah. a, a man of unknowingly godly Thanos-like strength. <laughs> for somebody who's been tossed in the the lake by this man, um, yeah. I, I, you listen. Know, I'm not the biggest a man guy. We of great jokes strength, about this, but few words. But right? There yes. have been, you know, there, there's been times I've been heavy into my fitness and lift, and I have, I'm not the smallest guy. And I have never been tossed in a way that I have felt. You are the Shawn like, Michaels what? to his psycho Sid. Yeah, that's how exactly <laughs> I felt. Just getting thrown. Yes. Um, and to, to have that moment, if anybody's, you know, you get picked up. To ha- if anybody's had that moment where they've been picked up and they their brain doesn't comprehend because it happens so fast. I'm a grown man and there's someone lifting me in the air. Yeah, I'm a grown man. who I have a full beard at this point. <laughs> <laughs> Dummy. Yeah. Um, but he's also, if I could say, when I say like the the, the nicest person, uh, a very friendly person. Yeah. Um, but he's also, if you guys know, you know, Peanuts and you know, you know, Snoopy, the, the the cartoons. If you guys know Linus, who walks around with his his blanket, that's like a that's like your dad in Molson Canadian. <laughs> Molson Canadian it, you just, is the security. If you know there's a Molson I, I Canadian, yeah. I always yeah. just think, oh, where's your dad? Yeah. No, and that's it, man. All the time in the craft beer fridge here in the TCA studio, it is like 98% craft beer. And then there's always at least a couple of Molson Canadian kicking around. So, uh, yeah, the old man was here for uh, game four when they won in overtime and uh, went with his beer for overtime for game six. So something to that, man. Smart. That was, you know, I just say that's smart, man. Yeah. Ride the vibes, right? Yeah. That's not ridiculous. That's intelligent. <laughs> that's what that is. Uh, Maddie, look. You and I haven't really ever had to have this conversation before about, do we do this again in round two? Because they've never made it to round two. Wait, uh, well, I mean, even for, okay, wait. I, I, obviously, from a podcasting standpoint, no, but I'm trying to think. What it? No, we, ha- we even had to even had this goddamn conversation, period. Because I, no. I met you in, like, 2007. No. Yeah, that's about right. 2007, uh, 2008, let's say, right? Like, yeah. Twitter wasn't a thing yet. Like you, there was no YouTube to have highlights on yet. The last time there was a second round. So you've not, you and I have done this for a few years now, these post game shows, but 
never really had to commit to doing it for too long. Wow. Right? <laughs> now the reality is starting to set in, right? You're like, oh, wait, yeah. wait, it's been how long? So um, we kind of said at the beginning of this round, we wouldn't necessarily do it after every game, and then we did it after every game. Goddamn uh, right we did. <laughs> we'll have to have a conversation, I guess, see what this looks like. Sunday is Panthers-Bruins Game 7. Um, and all of a sudden, I'm booked at 6.30 on a seriously, Sunday, Seriously, right? seriously, that is suddenly very interesting. Oof. Man, I, I, I was saying two years, or just be, well, I guess 20, to, beginning of 2020, I remember being in Florida watching the Panthers and thinking to myself, fuck, this is a really good team. Mm-hmm. This is a good, strong, and they are going to be tough to play in any couple years. I know they, um, you know, they swapped out uh, Huberto for uh, Kachuk. I don't know if that's a step up or a step sideways, but oh, they're man. playing good right now, man. If, if, if this is a Connor McDavidless world, Matthew Kachuk might be MVP this year. Like he's been yeah, incredible. I'm definitely having a great year, which is hard to. I mean, when they started what like two and twenty, it seemed like at the beginning <laughs> of the year, they're definitely one of the. I mean, everybody was chirping them, saying, "Well, God, both they Florida and Calgary, who made all those changes, right? Both got a, and Columbus, who got Johnny Goudreau out of the thing. Yeah, and, and, yeah, but you know that guy's not really good at hockey. Tell <sighs> so I hear. But like all three of those teams are sputtering at the halfway point. Florida squeaks in, and I, I assume Boston's going to get that done. But I don't know Boston. No, no, no. Right. So I mean, obviously, I just based on my PTSD in life, I don't want to play the fucking Bruins. No, of course not. But eventually, you're going to have to play. Slay the fucking you know, dragon, right? The, the teams aren't getting any easier. No. That's the whole point. Yep. The teams aren't getting any easier. So they get you're going through somebody who's good, and it's the NHL where, fuck, man, it's it's the most chaotic playoffs every year, right? It's not always the number one, number two seeds that get through because hockey's just a little little uh, bit more hectic. As you said earlier it on, it's a piece of rubber bouncing around on ice while yep. guys run around on knives. So uh, I want to hand this to you in just a second for final thoughts as we wrap up this series. Yeah, I'll tell you, though, the biggest victory for me tonight, just coming out of game six, is knowing that Rob returns to the studio on Sunday. And I will oh. not have to talk to him about the impending game seven. As a personal line, as a personal victory, this is big for me. To not have to sit and talk to Rob with that smug smirk Stupid on his face. Stupid smug face. <laughs> right, about game Stupid. seven impending. I Stupid smug Big fucking Santa Claus cheeks. Just fuck that guy. That is the personal victory for me, is avoiding that. I'll, going into this, everyone was talking about for Toronto avoiding the pressure of Game 7. For me, it's avoiding a pre-Game 7 podcast with Rob. Yeah. Uh, that is the personal victory. I'm going to hand this to you to kind of wind down final thoughts on this series, and we'll figure out, you know, off the air later on what we want to do in Round 2. Uh, but, you know... Coming away, man. What do you think of... uh, To put a little timestamp on this, just as you were going on, I almost just started out a yell because I I, I threw on the Oilers-Kings game. Yeah, where uh, we at here, yeah. Will Ferrell. Ferrell. uh, LA just tied it up 3-3 halfway through the second. Okay. um, Now that I feel like the stress is off the Leaf fans for a day or two, uh, now I'm like, yeah, let's get into some Game 7. This is going to be fun for me as a hockey fan. I'm going to love the next two days now that I'm not a part of it. (laughs) Yeah, now I'm like, yeah, let's go to some game sevens. Yeah, Oilers, I want you to win, but like, yeah, give me some good, give me some good TV here for the next couple of days while I just sit back and relax and uh, enjoy my life for a few days. Finally, right? <laughs> uh, fuck. Now I'm just a smugly fan again, right? Like, fuck me, love it, man. Um, 
but I always was anyway. Yeah. Uh, dude, man, like this was the complete opposite of some of the last playoff series we had where we, you know, we'd sit on these podcasts, we'd text during the game and, you know, re- reminisce during the summer about it <laughs> and say, because, you know, we're, we're, you know, we're really legitimately hurt as people, obviously. Yeah, damaged, <laughs> damaged human beings. Damaged goods. <laughs> you know, we, this is the first time I think we're sitting here going, you know, it's not that the Leafs got like completely overplayed, don't deserve it. Obviously, that's not the case. But this was the first time I yeah, felt like they stole the games. No, they, they stole, they stole yeah, two games right. in Tampa. Yeah. They stole games stole three. three and four. Well, you're right. Maybe they didn't steal this one, but you won three today. tight games in Tampa Bay. That's yeah. impressive. That is, Which is impressive. Impre- that tells you a little bit more about where this team is now. And again, fucking two, three overtime games. Listen, man, yep. that has to do with luck and puck and all that of other shit going on does. too. But the fact that they stood in there with, you know, legitimately, you could say the three best teams in the East were in our division, and you have to go through. Well, well, like maybe, maybe only one of them. Maybe, but maybe the, usually two. One of the top it, two, three organizations in the league since the lockout, right? Yes. Like finally. And if you stood toe to toe with them, last year it went seven. This yeah. year it went six, and you went. There is, there is, as a Leaf fan, there is something to be happy about. And last year I thought it was a lot more. You know, one team won that game, one team won this game. Mm-hmm. The Leafs pulled some out this time. That's right, and that's okay. It's fucking finally time. Maybe that actually happened. For yeah, us. yeah. Um, but we did it, and we got through. I'm a content and happy Leaf fan today, <laughs> as you should be. I Like we said, I don't want to worry today about the things that need to be improved or certain guys got to find the lineup or what Keith's going to do. This is it's just funny, a night eh? and another day to just enjoy. One game. Enjoy it like you're on your second day. We don't even talk about south. going 11-7 and Gustafson no, in and Lily Green. You just relax yeah. and enjoy it. Yeah. Enjoy some hopefully some good game sevens coming up for the for the other teams. Enjoy hockey. Enjoy Twitter not being a dumpster fire for a day or two. Oh, it and, will be. It just and just relax. But at least now we can see those jokes and go, ha, huh, and scroll on yep. because we're good today. Yep. We're good today. And Oilers just went ahead, obviously, because um, that's what they do. They're a good team. They but um, there we go. I know. I want another game seven. So let's go, Kings. <laughs> uh, but yeah, man, I. I I think we should all be in good places right now um, and, and be excited about a second round series against whoever it comes down to. It's going to be tough either way. I, you just I slayed think, one dragon. Give me Boston. I don't let's think, fucking do it. Let's just fucking I let's do take not a think crack that at it. Florida, it would be any easier of a series, like you said about how they're playing, than Boston it would be. And I there's part of me that thinks the boys might be a little bit more dialed in if it's Boston. I you wonder. Say eh? that. You wonder, like with the. The, that pressure, that monkey off your back. Yeah, we'll see, right? Um, you're through, and like I said off the top, if you're I one of those relieve, people yeah. who sits back and just feels relief and just thank God, and and there's still, you know, you're keeping things calm, knowing there's a long way left to go, and there is power to you. If you're one of those people that hit the streets of Toronto tonight, if you're one of those people who sent some sweet fucking gifts in reply to everyone who's been ripping you for a long time as a Leaf fan, <laughs> enjoy that too. Whatever that looks like for you, you've earned it. You don't have to care what anybody else thinks tonight because, frankly, as the biggest organization in the league, it doesn't matter. The goalposts will always move. You will always be the ones on the receiving end. So just enjoy it for a day or two and know that you're going to have 
some serious fucking hard work to do, regardless of who comes out in the next round. But you are through yeah. to that next round. It's been 19 years. I hope you all enjoy it. And fucking play Heave Away all night long, baby. Heave Just Away. play baby. Heave Away. Heave Away. Uh, we'll wind this one down here. Maddie Lang and I, in some form or another, we'll be back for round two. We yeah, might as well sh- keep sh- it going. You know what? Let's just say it right now. I'm down if you are. I'm in. I'll see. I'm in. I'm committing. I. Well, then I'm that committing. puts the pressure on me, doesn't it? Right? Like, I might as well go ahead and uh, and say, yeah, we'll be back for round two. Okay. We, you cannot sit here and say you're going to drink a Bolson Canadian for good luck <laughs> and not include us. <laughs> it's true, man. It's true. As long as the NHL doesn't go all, like, what was it? The NBA announced that like the, the, the conference finals and the finals will stop running them at 9.30 p.m. and move them to 9 p.m. Like that was a gesture to the East Coast. Like as long as the NHL doesn't go full like late night bullshit, then I will be here with Maddie. Otherwise, Maddie will record more voice notes, send them to me, and I will post that shit for him. But, uh, that was fun. Leafs through 4-2. to two, They beat the Tampa Bay Lightning. For Maddie Lang, my name is Matt Robinson. See you after game one of round two. Come get your duds in order, cause we're bound across the water. Heave away, me jollies, heave away. Come get your duds in order, cause we're bound to leave tomorrow. Heave away, me jolly boys, we're all bound away. Sometimes we're bound for Liverpool, sometimes we're bound for Spain. Heave away, me jollies, heave away. But now we're bound for old St. John's, where all the girls are dancing. Heave away, me jolly boys, we're all bound away.